Hi, everybody. My name's Rick Tudor, and uh, this is my wife, Dora. We're part of the Keno Bay mission team, and uh, we're thrilled to be here. And at this time, I'd like to invite our team up, please. We're missing uh, quite a few, but uh, <laughs> these guys are here. Um, well, thank you guys. Thank you guys for being here, and thank you guys for going on the trip. We were we were so blessed. First of all, I'd like to I'd like to thank my wife Dora. <laughs> Sorry, honey, um, for all your dedication and hard work. Uh, I couldn't do it without you. Leading up to these trips, uh, I get a little stressed, to say the least, and uh, I try to put the blame on on Satan, but <laughs> but. Uh, I'm just a grouchy old guy. I, I, I can't lie. <laughs> but um, Proverbs 18.22, he who finds a wife finds a good thing and obtains favor from the Lord. Uh, next, I would like to thank you guys. Uh, thank you for your prayers. And thank you for your support. Uh, we couldn't do it without you. And uh, last but not least, I'd like to thank, thank the team. Um, you men and women made it seem easy. Uh, I'm, I'm just in awe. Normally, uh, normally uh, I'm pretty stressed out even after we're there, but uh, you guys just made it easy and and very pleasurable and just uh, an awesome time of of fellowship. And uh, it's an honor and a pleasure to serve with you. Thank you. Uh, Before before we left on this trip, I I asked uh, some of the guys to do uh, morning devotionals uh, before we, uh, in the morning, before we go to the job site. And, uh, and the first guy to share was uh, my friend Chuck Ferguson, who, who's here. Um, and he, uh, he shared, uh, he also shared the message on Sunday at the church before we left. Uh, uh, anyway, I'm going to read from, uh, from uh, one of the... Uh, one of the things he taught on uh, Colossians 3, 1 through 4. If then you were raised with, with Christ, seek those things which are above where Christ is, 
sitting at the right hand of God. Set your mind on things above, not on things of the earth. For you died, your life is hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is our life, appears, then you also will appear with him in glory. Thank you, Chuck. I wish um, we had time to share all, all the things he shared uh, on Sunday, that last Sunday we were there, but uh, uh, maybe some of the other people will share a little more detail. Uh, the, next, uh, the next person who uh, gave a devotional the second morning was Orville Bonner. Um, his devotional uh, was primarily on uh, prayer and reading the Bible. Um, it was very encouraging for me. <laughs> One of the things I remember that he said, I don't even know who he quoted, but uh, what's more important, to pray or read the Bible? And uh, he responded, what's more important, to breathe in or breathe out? <laughs> Mike Reed uh, uh, gave the devotional on the third morning, and uh, he's not here. I, I, He's, he's a funny guy, uh, to say the least, but he's also uh, uh, has a lot of knowledge and wisdom, and, and he's, he's an awesome man of God. Uh, but what I remember uh, about, uh, most about what he, what he taught on was always give, give thanks to God for everything. Craig, uh, Craig Williams uh, gave the devotional on the, on the fourth morning. Um, he shared about, uh, out of Matthew, um, the parable about the talents, uh, as he was, uh, as he was sharing, uh, excuse me, as he was sharing, I'm glad I made some notes. <laughs> as, as I was listening to him, I thought of him and Don Lepic. Uh, they are both older men. But they're examples to me. Of godly men. They're always serving. They're always sharing. And I pray someday that I'm able to emulate their character. Proverbs 19.20, listen to counsel and receive instruction that you may be wise in your latter years. Well, the last... Uh, Day was Sunday that we were there. Um, we were able to sleep in and uh, and then go to church. Um, it was an awesome time, and I'm not going to take up any more time. But um, but thank you guys for everything. And at this time, I'd like to invite Francisco, Pastor Francisco.
Hi, everyone. God bless you. I am Pastor Francisco from Calvary Aquino Bay in Mexico. And I want to share a few words with all of you uh, tonight. But before doing that, I would like to read from, uh, from Romans chapter 8, verse 28. It says this. And we know that all things work together for good to those who love God, to those who are the call according to his purpose. This is a very beautiful verse, and you'll see why in a minute. The family that received this year's uh, house, it's a family of six. Uh, you will see them later during the slideshow, uh, a slideshow that we have prepared for you. The members of the family are Fernando Sr. and Thelma Cariaga. That's the Cariaga family. And they have three, three sons, Fernando Jr., David, and Manuel. And they have one daughter, Liliana. They are all believers, and they have, they have been a well-respected and hardworking family in our community. When Fernando and Thelma got married 20 years ago, they were allowed to live in a house uh, of one of their relatives. It was one of their uncles. He was very kind to let them live there, and he promised to them that they would inherit that property when he passed away. In 2021, another relative of the family deceitfully got the uncle to sign papers to inherit the properties. And when, they, and when the uncle passed away, shortly after that, the relative showed up at Fernando and Thelma's place and evicted them. This was a shock for all the family. Uh, they suddenly and rapidly and overnight found themselves homeless. They were driven out of the house, out of the home where they had spent 20 years. The home that had all the memories, all the love, and the home that was supposedly their inheritance. This, this, really, broke, this really broke them. After, soon after that happened, a lady from their congregation, she opened her, her home to the, for the family. Well, Fernando and Thelma would start saving money to build a house in an empty piece of land that they owned. Through this time of suffering and difficulty for the Cariaga family, Manuel, who is the youngest boy, he started attending Calvary Quino. And he started attending faithfully and growing in the Lord. He signed up for a discipleship and he was growing. He was faithful. He was just coming. Uh, we, saw, we saw him be born again. And one day, when Pastor Roberto and Brenda, who are the senior pastors of this congregation of Calorquino, they were praying for the next family that will be blessed with a house, the house that you blessed uh, our community with. And the Lord revealed to them the tragic story of this family. And immediately they felt led to they felt led to them as recipients of this great blessing. They were once, the family, the Cariaga family, they were once again shocked. But now with unspeakable joy and tears of gratefulness. They could not believe that God was answering their prayers in, in, with so much more than what they had, than what they had, had before. And all the difficulty all the suffering, all the tears were worth it 
because they saw the Lord respond and provide. Romans 8, 28. As we know that all things work together for good to those who love God, to those who are the called according to his purpose. Genesis 50, 20. Uh, Joseph speaking as the, as the practical ruler of, of Egypt, speaking to his brothers soon after the uh, soon after they, they came to Egypt, he said, But as for you, you meant evil against me, but God meant it for good, in order to bring it, to bring it about as, as, as it is this day, to save many people alive. God is able, able to bring out the good from every situation. No matter how painful, no matter how difficult, no matter how impossible, it may seem, let's, tr let's trust our good God. And finally, I want to express my heartfelt gratitude for the support that you have shown to our family and our ministry. Your kindness and generosity have been the source of strength and comfort during difficult times in the lives of, of my wife and I, in the lives of my uh, fellow pastors, and we are grateful for the love and support that you have, that you have shown us as, as Calvary Sierra Vista. Your prayers, your words of encouragement, your financial contributions have helped us to continue ministering effectively to our community. And to provide a place where people can come and hear the gospel and be saved. As First Peter says, that's the end game of our faith, the salvation of our souls. And we're called to be a beacon for the gospel no matter where we are, no matter who you are, if you are in Christ. Your thoughtfulness and care have made a tremendous difference in our lives. And we are forever grateful for that, for that that you have done. We are reminded that we're not alone in our ministry and that we are part of a community and a spiritual family that cares for one another and that lifts, lifts uh, each other up in times of need and lifts each other up in prayer. Your support has been a shining example of the love and compassion and your blessings of the love and compassion that can be found in the family of Christ, in the family of believers, no matter the country, no matter how far away we are. You're already making a difference in our lives, in our ministries, and in our community through our service. You are co-laborers with us and you will surely reap the fruit of our labor in heaven. Once again, thank you so much for your support. We appreciate everything that you have done for us, and we look forward to continue working with you all, growing with you all, building houses with you all, and serving together our communities, our countries, in reaching many souls for Jesus Christ. And I, just before that, I want to finish with this benediction, which means words of blessing from Paul, 1 Corinthians 15, 58. It says, Therefore, my beloved brother, brethren, be steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. May the Lord bless you all.
I actually thought the whole team was going to be up here with me, so now I'm really nervous. <laughs> My name's Becky, and this is the first time I've been able to go on this trip, and um, I'll tell you what a blessing. So, um, everything that you've heard over the years about Dora's cooking is absolutely true. <laughs> I, will, I will reaffirm that. So, we had Jolie and Dora and Gayla and Janet and Katie in the kitchen. And you talk about a well-oiled machine, my gosh, these ladies are amazing. So they bring absolutely all the food with them. They don't get any, well, I don't think you get much there, but everything goes with them. And they're up before we're up, they're up after we go to bed, um, they prepare all the food, they actually serve us, <laughs> and they serve us seconds, and then they clean up after us too. So, I mean, it's amazing. And thank you for the five pounds, by the way. <laughs> so, um, I was on the work crew with Michelle, and the very first day we went out, the very first job we had was cleaning up the back of the property. And it was full of dog and cat feces. So I knew it would only get better from there. <laughs> Couldn't get any worse. But so we started in the yards. And um, over the course of three days with this team, you know, and the team from Kino, so we've got two groups of people who speak a different language. And over the course of three days, these folks, um, it was a three-bedroom house. It was a big house, um, painted all the inside and, the outs and part of the outside dug the septic, walled in the septic, ran the plumbing, ran the electric, put in windows, put in doors, whitewashed the roof, um, cleaned the yard. I mean, I, in, th in two and a half days, really, it was just amazing what was accomplished in two and a half days. Yeah, absolutely. And um, I was blessed to paint with Michelle and um, Although it didn't look like it, I did get more paint on the walls than I got on myself. <laughs> but um, after the job, we would go back, and, and you know, we all stayed in the same location. So it was just such a sweet fellowship to be with this group of people. And um, we ate together, we prayed together, we worshiped together, we fellowshiped together, we did devotions together. And you know, I laid in bed one night. And I was just praying about it, and I said, God, how do, you, how do I describe this? How do I describe what this feels like? Because it's just, I couldn't find a way to describe it. And the word that came to me was unity. And um, I wasn't quite sure what that meant, but that was the word that really struck to me, with me was unity. Um, and we were definitely in unity in everything we did. And we laughed, and it was peaceful, and it was joyful, and um, just a blessing. But then, um, in prayer, God led me to Ephesians 4. And it talks about um, walking worthy of the calling. And I felt like we were just walking out the pages of Ephesians 4, 1 through 3, because this group of people are humble people, and they're gentle people, and they're joyful people. And the unity is the unity of the spirit. And that's what made it so beautiful. So thank you.
I'm Gayla Dively. Um, this was my sixth year to go on this trip. Um, my fifth in the kitchen, and it is for Doris cooking that I keep going back. But <laughs> um, she does let me cook cook now a little bit and love it. So um, anyway, I love that Becky used the word beautiful as she ended because that's where I'm going to start because this year was beautiful. Um, and some may say, well, how can you say that? Because we started out our day with snow and not sure that we were going to be able to leave from here because the snow between us and the ice. Um, but we were able to leave. We made it. We get to Kino, and it's the coldest year we've ever had. And we were just a little chilled all, all week long. But it still was beautiful. So I'm going to share some of the beautiful things about our experience. So as um, Becky said, Dora, Katie, Julie, Janet, and I were in the kitchen. And if you count right, that is five ladies in one small kitchen. And we had no issues. We had seven women in our house with no issues. As Becky said, that it's unity, and it only happens through God through the Holy Spirit, and that was beautiful. It was a beautiful time. It was beautiful to be around the ladies. Um, just, just that experience, is I've, I've never had that before. And like I said, it, it was beautiful. And that's what serving the Lord looks like. So another beautiful time, or should I say handsome time, because the men were involved with this one too. As Rick mentioned, we had our morning devotions. It was a time of sitting side by side, laughing, sharing, and learning from God's word. This was such an energizing way to start our day. So another time is family time, when the family would come. Family time is always beautiful. I love the family there in Keno. Um, I've watched most... You know, after six years, you see the teenagers grow up to young adults, and um, it's just, it's amazing what has happened over the years. So I enjoy catching up with the family, or should I say families now, because Roberto and Brenda have four children. Their children have spouses, and all of them. All ten of them serve the Lord. They serve in different ways. They serve in the church. They go on mission. It's, and so it's beautiful. But what they do is they share with others, which is exponentially beautiful. So this next scene, as you can imagine, I'm a grandma, so this touched my grandma on this, was seeing the next generation praising and serving the Lord. So I had seen a video of Lucas, uh, Josue and Laura's little one-year-old. I had seen him with his hands raised in praise. But to be holding him when he broke out in praise was a whole worship experience. It is so genuine. 
But even topping that is the beautiful obedience to serve that is among the young adults in that church. They're, they're coming up, they're growing, they're learning. And Julie's going to tell you more about them in a little bit, so I won't, I won't get all that. So just be ready, because it's beautiful. Another time that was beautiful was seeing the family who received the house this year, seeing the tears of joy, and seeing the father lead his family in giving God all glory and praise for that house. Beautiful. To close, this 2023 Keno Bay trip will be a reminder that beautiful is found when we live out Galatians 6.2, bear with one another's burdens so to fulfill the law of Christ. I saw this verse lived out in our team and in the family, bearing with each other's burdens through life, conversation, and prayer. Thank you. Good evening, everyone. Thank you for joining us in this wonderful occasion that we have. Uh, first of all, I'd like to thank our Lord and God and Savior. All right, and I'd also like to thank Rick and Dora for inviting me and letting me go on this extravaganza of an event that only I was able to enjoy within my own soul and my own body and my own heart. Uh, once again, it was such a marvelous mission. And then, like I said, I, I, I kind of came up to Rick over here uh, about a week before we got ready to go down to Keno Bay. And I asked him about, is this the only trip that goes down there this year? Unfortunately, yes. Well, we need to push for more. That's my opinion. Uh, that's all I said. But I wasn't able to go before because of my uh, job that I had previously. But I've since retired and uh, enjoyed every second since. Uh, but nevertheless, Rick says, well, I'll tell you what, we'll, we'll see what we can do. And then it was fabulous that he called me that Friday and asked me if I still wanted to go. And I was like, of course I still want to go. When? And he said, coming up this week. And I was like, send me a list. I'll start packing. <laughs> so it was a fabulous time. And I would also like to thank, and I once again, I've had enormous, enormous good times with all the people on our team. And what it is such a fantastic team and fantastic workers that we had down there. Uh, it, if it wasn't a tag team, uh, it was someone had to do something on their own and then they passed that word on to someone else. And they would pick up the mop or they would pick up the pliers and some people would get shocked halfway across the grounds. <laughs> but he survived, just, just to let you know. He made it. He's okay. Uh, but the fellowship was great. It was marvelous at a time when we would walk the beach. Orville and I would have talks at sunrise, and we would walk up and down the beach, you know, before the sun was coming up and so on. Marvelous time. A special thanks to Pastor Roberto, his wife Brenda, 
uh, for giving us lunch that one day. I think they were fish tacos. At least that's what they think they were. Okay, but fabulous food. I'm telling you what, like, uh, I think it was Becky who said that she gained five pounds. I'm still working to minus seven. So. Uh, and it's all right here on this side. But anyway, uh, I had a special thanks also to uh, Pastor Francisco and his wife. Uh, I met Pastor Francisco when he was passing out all the electrical cables and he was trying to tell me that white is white and red is red and all that. So that was a good thing. Uh, also, I'd like to thank and a special thanks to some of the people, and I'm probably going to mess up their names, so uh, hopefully they'll still, you know, still say hi to me, um, which was the team down in Keno Bay itself. Uh, it was Abraham, great translator, great worker. Also, Edgar. Edgar seemed like he was nonstop. I mean, if I had to build a house, I would just call him. That's just my opinion. Uh, and Elise, did I say that correct? Elisius. And here's the best one, and I just got this before we uh, started our service, which was Mr. Um, Martinez, the bricklayer. He was the one who built the septic tank for everyone. And it, he was just like, no, I need this. And, of course, Chuck was in there digging holes, and him and Mark and Orville and all that, they were sweating it out. I think, I don't know, Orville's not here, so hopefully he'll forgive me, but I think he lost 12 pounds just from <laughs> digging that, that septic tank. Uh, but what a marvelous team. I mean, we've all worked together, even though there might have been a little bit of a, you know, um, language barrier gap, you might want to say. But everybody looked at each other in the eye, and they knew what they wanted to do next. And it was fantastic. I had the best time of my life. And Pastor uh, Francisco, uh, he, stole, he stole my reference, but I'm going to say it anyway. Reference 8, I mean Romans 8, 28. And we know that all things work together for good to those who love God, to those who are, the, are called accordingly to his purpose. So we are blessed to have been on this trip, and I thank goodness that we made it back, but I am looking so forward to going back down there. And I'd like to close with this one, and it's Revelations 22, 21. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. Thank you. So I learned a very important lesson sitting there. When your leaders send out a list and tell you what order you're going in, you should read it and pay attention to it. I've been sitting there like, okay, no one got up, no one got up. Is it my turn? So Rick, of course, brought us up here and told you how great this team is. But, you know, our team is only as great as our leaders. And Rick and Dora are amazing. They lead these trips. They are spirit-filled. And they are just the greatest leaders. And we have no problem following them because they're just walking in the spirit and we just do what they say, and it all is just beautiful, as Gayla would say. So thank you, Rick and Dora. Um, my name is Julie Power. Some of you may remember back in 2021, we began to sponsor the youth from Calvary Chapel, Keno Bay, 
um, in their desire to attend Calvary Chapel Bible College in Ensenada. Uh, since we started that, we as a body have sent six students to the Bible College. So while I was on this missions, yep. So while I was on the mission trip last month, I ran into one of the graduates and then discovered that there were three more graduates in town. So with the help of Dora, we were able to hunt them all down, have a little visit with them. And so I want to just kind of report to you what their life is like post Bible college. So we're going to uh, talk about Ulysses first. And if you want to know how to really say their names, you're going to have to talk to Dora or Francisco because I mess them up every time. Anyway, he is 22 years old. He graduated this past May. He said he loved attending the Bible college. He loved all the classes, but his favorite thing was going out on the missions trips. Right now, he's working at the local hardware store, and he said he's serving in the church anywhere that there's a need. He believes that God is calling him to serve someday in Sierra Chihuahua and to minister with the Tarahumata Indians. When he said that, Dora's eyes got really big and she looked at me and she's like, that's really dangerous. But we know that the Lord will be with him wherever he sends him. All right, next we have Marilene. She is 20 years old, a May 22 graduate as well. She's serving on the Calvary Chapel Kino Bay worship team, as well as in the children's ministry. God put it on her heart to share with women and to love them. So she said with lots of fear, she began to minister to women at a secular rehab center. These women are recovering from addictions to alcohol and drugs, mostly crystal meth. So she goes in and does weekly projects with them and teaches them about God. Did you catch that she's 20 years old? Is that just crazy? She says that they have welcomed her into their lives. Next we have Abram, 20 years old as well and graduated last May. He's living in Kino Bay, serving in the church with the computers and media. He opens the church, he sets up the chairs, and does anything else they will allow him to do. And those were his words. He also did the interpretation, the interpreting for our uh, construction team this year. He does feel called to be a missionary, either at Calvary Chapel Bible College in Japan or in Peru. And I asked him, so when you go to Bible College, do you want to be a teacher? And he looked at me and said, I'll sweep the floors if that's what they need me to do. And I'm like, did I say he's 20 years old? Humble, very humble. Finally, we have Azanette. She is also 20 years old. Like the previous three, she graduated last May. She's busy in Keno Bay cleaning the church, serving in the children's ministry, and leading a Bible study with the high school girls. She feels called to teach and disciple, and I love this. I said, what, do you, what is your vision? What are your future plans? She said, I want to grow old and teach my grandchildren about the Lord. Now, we still have two students that are finishing up. One is America. She'll be 20 years old later this year, and Francisco tells me that she's leading a discipleship program at the college. 
He said that normally students all follow the same course of study in their last semester, but if the leadership sees in you a spiritual maturity, then you're handpicked for this program. So that's amazing. And the last one still in college is Julian. He began at Calvary Chapel Bible College in Ensenada, but he's finishing up in the Bible College of, with Calvary Chapel in Peru. Then he'll come back to Kino Bay, but hopes to start a church in Chile, or as I say it, Chile. In Romans 10, 14, and 15, it says, But how can they call on him to save them unless they believe in him? And how can they believe in him if they have never heard about him? And how can they hear about him unless someone tells them? And how will anyone go and tell them without being sent? That is why the scripture says, How beautiful are the feet of messengers who bring good news. When we started this sponsorship program, our vision was for homegrown missionaries who will impact their local communities and then go out into the world and change it for Christ. So right now what you have seen is the fruits of your prayers and your finances. And I'm really looking forward to future testimonies as we partner with these students in the future. Thank you. Hi, uh, I'm Evan. Uh, they put me last because I didn't buy a shirt. Yeah. All right. Uh, these trips, they're always a great time of fellowship and just a great opportunity to help build the kingdom of God. So they always talk about us going down there to help people. Um, truth is, they don't really need our help. Um, they're just graciously letting us participate in what they're doing. So I know I'm probably not alone in saying I'm always more blessed by Kino than Kino is blessed by me. So uh, thank you. Um, so uh, on this trip, it caused me to think a lot about the concept of being a missionary and kind of how being a missionary is not just something we do when we're in a foreign country or on a church trip. Um, really, the, the Christian life should be a mission trip. Amen. And we should live as missionaries really everywhere we go. Um, so the focus of our lives should really be to promote the gospel and build the kingdom of God. When we live like that, I mean, we will never live without a purpose. Um, too often the cares of this life distract us from this purpose. And sometimes we just plain ignore it, honestly, because of our own selfishness and our fear. Um, so we should treat everywhere we find ourselves as mission trip. Your job, when you go to school, wherever you find yourself. Um, wherever God's put you, um, be a missionary there, even if you don't go on trips. Um, so I know I'm guilty of not always living that way. Sure, I'm not the only one. Um, so let's purpose to live as missionaries, building his kingdom rather than our own, because the world needs his truth desperately. And uh, only what's done for Christ is ever going to last anyway. So thank you. Evan uh, reminded me of uh, something that, that Chuck's always uh, uh, encouraging me and, and anybody else that'll listen to him um, to be alert, uh, to be to have your antennas up to God's presence and uh, you know people you come across. It really helps to prepare me for these mission trips to to uh, to 
be alert to the Holy Spirit. And uh, thank you. Thank you, guys. Um, at this time, we'd like to, to play that uh, slideshow and, and uh, show you some of the... Count the times I've called your name some broken night And you showed up and patched me up like you do every time pray. Father God, uh, thank you for, thank you for the honor and the privilege to, to serve you. And uh, thank you, thank you for this team and, uh, and uh, just all the hard work. And thank you for the blessings uh, that you bestow upon us. We love you and praise you in Jesus name. Amen. <clears throat> 